Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. Style and grace, I'm never gonna be done interim. Now welcome to the Queendom, Queendom, where my dad bows down, he relinquished the ground. Y'all gonna hate me now, we just turn around and talk, wrestle, wrestle, wrestling. I'm Adam Wilmore from What Culture, joined by the award-winning pairing hey, of Phil Chambers happening. and Adam Nicholas. Ew. Welcome back, my friends. Can't believe that I wasn't ready for you doing a song. <laughs> just wasn't ready. It's been a weird day. I think we're going to get say, out of Speaking of not being ready, yeah. I was about to say, I'm joined by these guys to talk... Uh, well, all nothing. The on. There's not a lot going on in wrestling. <laughs> I was going to say all the goings on like, this week. I don't know weekend. what we're going to talk the about. The only newsworthy story is that the award-winning duo are back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah that's and, it. And the best trio, well, yeah, I was going to say, what's the, uh, what's the official title of you two? The best. Uh, the best pairing in wrestle culture history. Wow. Or something like that. It's, it's not easy it's being like the best. Not easy. It's a, it's a heavy crown. Yeah. There. But we do it anyway because it's sterile and we like the taste. So um, I was going to say I'm joined by Adam Nicholas and Phil Chambers to talk all the goings on in wrestling this week. I could just say all the goings on in wrestling today, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week completes with a bigger quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Phil and Adam Nicholas, and a little bit of a peek behind the curtain now. Uh, we were going to record this about 20 minutes ago, Phil Chambers, and normally... You know, I consider it a little bit rude if people are on their phones whilst they're doing a podcast. It's kind of essential today, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, because we were sat down about to press record, and then in comes Hamlet, and it's like, I don't want to interrupt, but there's more news. More goddamn news, because the crazy old bastard that is Vince McMahon <laughs> is going to be on SmackDown hours after <laughs> stepping down as WWE CEO, which was, like, hours after being invested, like, the... News coming out that he's being investigated for using $3 million to shut someone up after sexual misconduct allegations. Oh, my God. Your thoughts on all this? <laughs> Welcome to Rascal. It's back. nice to be back. Eh? Yeah, it's <laughs> nice to be back. Nice and easy one. Just uh, slide in there with nothing going on at all. It has been... And also, if anybody doesn't know, a return to the office, obviously, hence the reason I'm Yes. Back. Yeah. What a time to come back. <laughs> I know. What a well, I'm so shows. sorry. I didn't mean it. I don't know. I wasn't expecting You come back. Like Andy Murray goes on holiday and the whole world sets on fire. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I can only imagine him in Florida. What was it last time um, Murray went off? Something big happened in the news last yeah. time Murray went away. It's like every time Murray goes away, yeah. being the news guy at work culture, <laughs> are, are something massive breaks. Yeah, Murray is the glue in the multiverse <laughs> of wrestling, wrestling yeah. until he leaves and then it's just a disaster. As soon as you get that tweet of Murray yeah. saying I'm going to be off Twitter for a while, yeah. Twitter goes mental. <laughs> like, I'm here with a crocodile and then it's like, boom, the whole thing is falling to pieces. I just, I just said this to Phil on the news as well. I didn't even take into account that in America, they're just waking up. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, of course he won't have even had this yet, will he? Yeah. It'll be like what? Like it's nine o'clock. Quarter to ten. Babe, I can't uh, go to Murray Disneyland time. or whatever it is today. <laughs> <Yeah>. Murray time. <laughs> because you'll just be getting his fanny pack on. <laughs> just attaching the strap. Oh, he looks good in that bum bag. He does look good in that Whoa. bum bag, man. He's rocking it. Um, but yeah, without um, legally, you know, uh, putting, yourself? Your, yeah, putting yourself in <laughs> any bother, your thoughts on the Vince McMahon scandal? Oh, I mean, where do we begin, mm. I guess? Uh, you know... It's, it's hard. I've got to be careful here because it's been so long since I've been on one of these. I've got to remember to just behave myself. <laughs> um, 
surprised. I don't think anybody is. No. By any of this. Uh, it's not exactly like his history in the business of wrestling is what you would call sparkling clean, is it? Yeah, yes. and there's that Twitter thread doing the rounds yes. yesterday. Yes, which there is plenty to look back plenty on. Plenty to look back on and a lot to highlight stuff you already knew, but you have. It's, it tells you how mad of a company this is in general, that you knew these things already, and yet yeah. they still seem shocking, even mm. though you're reading them again on a thread that someone's put together on social media. Um, you don't want to, obviously, downplay the seriousness of it in no. terms of the people who have been victimised, mm-hmm. which I'm sure... We're going to hear a lot more about as the time as time moves on, but um, yeah, it's it's a hard one to get your head around because I think a lot of people might have certainly thought that these stories might have existed, but to see them actually coming to the fruition now is a very different thing altogether. And one thing I said to Phil as well on the news was um, the fact that, like you say, there's there's been allegations certainly in the past um, and major issues that have hit WWE and Vince McMahon in particular in the past. And it all just seems to sort of blow over. That yeah. doesn't seem to be the case now. He stepped down, as you say, as chairman and CEO. We've now got an interim CEO and chairwoman in Stephanie McMahon, who herself was just leaving to have some time off with her family. Yeah, although people are putting two and two together with the timing of when she left and the timing of when this investigation started. And the selling of stocks. Yeah, there's a lot more behind the scenes that we may never find out that went into how this has all come out. A lot of speculation at the moment, yes. I think it's fair to yeah. say. But it's it's like, it's like, I don't know, it's just such a big thing now and it's so open and out there like there's in the wall street journal piece thing they said that they've the wwe border and uncovering like multiple amounts of like old ndas that have been used in the exact same way of trying to get people to shut up about certain things and just brush them under the carpet for a bit if any of those start coming up now that the wall street journal pieces have happened um if the wall street journal is still looking into more of this if more people come out on top of this which mm-hmm. we've seen happen time and time again with these cases it just takes that one first person to come forward or that one big story to break and then everyone's like well i've got a story about that guy and then i've got a story about that guy and i've got and i've got and i've got and it just spirals out of control whether it's going to be one of those situations where it just snowballs and more and more comes out. We're just going to have to kind of wait and see. But it feels like they can't push this one under the carpet. Yeah. Um, Which is good. I think yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's really good. <laughs> yes. I think that must be been... What a weird environment it is where I'm sure a lot of people may or may not know certain things about this company, about this man. And they've just, as you say, been brushed under the carpet. Nobody said a thing. Nobody's felt mm-hmm. able or capable to say a thing or safe enough to say a thing, whatever, yeah. the, whatever the case may be. That changes as of right now. Yes. And who knows what the repercussions might be across the board, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think legally we'll just leave it at that <laughs> this topic for now because, you know, uh, well, actually we've been on for seven minutes now. Phil, any developments? Nothing yet, nothing yet, which is probably the quietest seven minutes that we've had in the oh, last Oh, thank goodness. Hours. I thought I was having a nice quiet Friday today. I will say, just if instead of listening to what we may or may not know and us getting in trouble, if you haven't already, just if you just want a nice time, <laughs> just go on Twitter. Everyone's having a good time on there with this. I guess I say a good time in the in the most good yes. time. Yeah, there's a man who they probably wanted to see get his for quite some time. Perhaps I think a few people. And now it's yeah. now they're getting that moment. Hundred percent. And indulge a bit. Yeah, but it's just the way all of this has come out. Yeah. is the most yeah. WWE thing you can possibly imagine. Like the WWE board in announcing the investigation. And then the next bit of news was that he's stepping down. And then the next bit of news is that they're using all of this to pop a rating on SmackDown because Vince is going to be on SmackDown. Like, that's just that's no nuts, other yeah. company in the no. history of the world ever would work like that. It just makes no sense. Not even whatculture.com. <laughs> Wait, you can we, read more about know this. Pop <laughs> <laughs> you can read more about all of this uh, what whatculture.com. There he is. So you mentioned tonight, because I was saying to Nicholas before we start recording, I already thought tonight SmackDown was going to do a monster number yeah. because they've got the w- first world title defense of all the unified belts that Roman Reigns, we the ones, uh, has been holding since WrestleMania 38, of course. He's facing Riddle. There's the story coming out in the last 24 hours about Randy Orton potentially being injured for the entirety of 2022. Yeah. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway, Phil. Could Riddle become world champion tonight? No. But what a show we've got, regardless. What the hell's a last laugh match as well? Well, we're just going to have to wait and see. Whatever it is with the Madcap Mars and Baron Corbin stuff, I have actually kind of enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and we're going to have to wait and see what Madcap Mars's new character is, because it feels a bit... 
it's there, but I don't know if it's like fully formed or we even if WWE know what that's going to be going forward. Do you want to hear uh, me and Hamlet's pitch for it? Go on. Considering then. what's what's doing well in the uh, movie charts hey, at the moment. Please, please do. Mad Cat Moss. Mm, let's change that up a bit. In the words of Shorty G, Maverick Moss. <laughs> SEO friendly. I like hey, it. Very go. good. Although but I guess that's not going to be the biggest headline I know tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, a name change? Yes. No, I guess about Madcap Moss. Vince McMahon is opening SmackDown. <laughs> Madcap Moss is new name. That's the news, everybody. News Nothing tomorrow. more to report. But I said this on the, the SmackDown preview. I'd love to get your thoughts on it. There's going to be a moment in this, I assume, main event mm-hmm. where Riddle's going to do or hit something or something's going to happen with the Usos or the honorary use Sami Zayn where... For a split second, you are going to buy that Riddle could become world champion. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They've been really good at biting those things recently. But it's 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 got the stipulation on it as well. Where if Riddle loses, is that is that on this match? If yes, he loses, yeah, yeah. He's not allowed to match. Yeah, yeah, I'm not just going mad. Um, so this feels like it's either the end of this storyline and they're going to move on to something else because of the Randy Orton situation. Or they could just pull a random wild card and put all the belts on Riddle. Like, what else have they got to lose at this point? Especially with everything that's going on right now. In terms of, like, eyes on the product, (laughs) uh, there's nothing I won't believe right now. Like, (laughs) I was amazed you were just so quick to say no. Because I I get it. It is Roman Reigns. But right this second, I know, yeah. Literally anything is possible. If it's never the belt at the end of tonight, it's possible. That's something Mm. I can. I genuinely, this is such a messed up situation. Why is he going to be on telly in the first place? He goes after the 24th century title. Like (laughs) anything could happen tonight. Obviously, there's a very good chance it won't because it's Roman Reigns. Yeah. I guess a better question would it feel like a dud if it was Riddle? Would you think after all that? They built stuff, it well. Phil's right. They, they have built, built it well, well yeah, but yeah. have they built it well enough yet yeah, that you you would think? By well, that's a nice. Yeah, the Roman actual the Roman's actual reign as champ compared to the. the I think Roman. the possibilities of the whoever dethrones Roman was much bigger, uh, like moments and speculation than Riddle winning it on a SmackDown. Mm. Like yes, that's what I mean. The idea of like Cody doing it, or like maybe even Drew at Clash at the Castle. That's still probably a bigger moment with the Clash at the Castle tie-in. But as, as the Dadly Boys so often point out to me, when I get giddy and fantasy book left, right, and center... Which is a lot. Yes. <laughs> this is WWE. We sit here and say the big thing needs to happen at SummerSlam true, yeah. or WrestleMania. Who got a billion dollars <laughs> for their TV? It's it's WWE from Fox. And Fox will be like, oh, the numbers are, you know, like, looking pretty good. Like, if you're going to do it, do it on... I, I don't think it's going to happen. But like, yeah. like I said on the SmackDown preview... Someone's going to happen, and in the 2.9 seconds that that pin gets counted before Roman kicks out, I'm going to go, cool, well, so I guess everything's up in the air, and because he's not doing money in the bank, they've decided to quickly flip it onto Riddle for one pay-per-view premium live event, yeah. and then they're going to put it back on Roman, and then SummerSlam, and then Clash at the Castle, and then, uh, I don't know, uh, The Rock, uh, and Cody, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Something that just popped into my head, it doesn't necessarily mean the end of this feud either, because it just means Riddle isn't going to be on SmackDown. There's no reason Roman Reigns can't be on Raw, except for the fact and that he doesn't want to be on TV anymore. <laughs> technically, legally, he's not allowed to be on SmackDown, but hello, quarterly brand invitational. What was that? I think you misspoke there. Did you not mean wild card? Sorry, yes. <laughs> Isn't that what you were saying? Where are my manners? <laughs> oh, how dare you? Um, what else has been going on this week? <laughs> oh, Phil, do you remember when the biggest story of the week was Jeff Hardy being arrested? Oh, God, yeah, that was this week, wasn't it? Was that this week? That was this week. Oh, Bloody was this week. hell. That was the first day I was back. Oh, my God. That soon got... How old am I now? <laughs> <laughs> that soon In got overshadowed. Four years. Yeah. I am never coming back to this office, man. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. It's just, uh, again, this is another really difficult story that you have to kind of talk about. But you, It's difficult to talk around because... You know, we know about Jeff's having these issues. and But it's not as simple as just saying, right, well, he's done wrong. That's that. Because he clearly needs help. He needs a support network around him. He needs the taxi's phone number. Yes. (laughs) But it's also like... I don't think that that they've done the right by him by like they were gonna they were he had all this stuff going on with uh, following the match with Darby Allen all the injuries he had there and then they were still gonna put him in a ladder match this week I thought was very irresponsible from AEW yeah and there's like recent things coming out around sort of double or nothing weekend where certain talents saw him like backstage looking uh, intoxicated back then as well and were kind of worried about him back then so it's and it seems report, like it's not a thing that's come out of the blue. And is there, I swear there Which was a report that said he couldn't remember elements of a match. It might have been the Young Bucks match. Yeah. 
It's very concerning. And that probably makes it worse that people didn't see it coming and try and reach out or get him help before this happened. I think frustratingly when you know his history, uh, and you know it can't be understated, it's obviously an incredibly difficult thing that he's going through, uh, but he needs help. And if that help comes from someone having to maybe let some fans down and let stuff and say, no, like we can't put you out there. It does seem feel to me like maybe when the dust settles on all of this, you it's not a point thing as at one individual. No. But you think like the problem everybody had when it was the TNA fiasco was because how on earth was he even let out into even how, how did anybody even think we'll put him out there? Mm. Is it, it, it put him in an unfair compromised situation to begin with? Yeah. We've already seen that lesson. That happened. That happened and we've seen the history, we've bloody done lists about it forever. <laughs> like how has it happened again? Would you, Anybody who's watching the, that double or nothing match, for me specifically, I was like, you could see it. Whether it was whether the claim he smacked his head or whether he was just not there from the beginning, there's something not right there. There's a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And people are going to say, well, as long as he's 100% and he says he's okay, you have to take it out of people's hands sometime. He needs clearly needs help. This is How many times has this happened? It's not... He needs someone to help him out here. Yeah, I think it was far too easy for people to, to go after him or AEW or whatever it may be on social media... I thought the most eye-opening thing for me was that clip of him, and I can't remember where it was now, where he talks about it being his best friend and his worst enemy. Like, how many people will relate to that? You know, it's it's not as simple as just like, just don't do it. Yeah. Or even to a certain extent, oh, you know, well, this is the way that he needs, like, not only a support, a support network, maybe like a spotter, someone like that, just someone to just... Because it's it. this isn't something... And I'm not speaking from experience here, but I've certainly, heard, you know, I have friend. I've had friends that have suffered with things like this, and I've, you know, you see it a lot, and uh, it's dealt with a lot on on TV shows and what have you. This isn't something you go right, cured now. I'm better now. Like this yeah. is a lifelong thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And it's something you need to be. It's the whole thing where they say like take it day by day. Like they wouldn't say take it day by day if you didn't have, have to do that every stuff, single goddamn yeah. day. The, the real difficult thing is because it's Jeff Hardy, and he in his head. He's thinking the fans want this type of a match from Jeff Hardy. Yeah, yeah. that Darby Allen match, I really didn't sit well with me. Unnecessary, unnecessary. Because yeah. he, he's, he's not gonna. It's tough because that's how he wrestles. That's the way. But the one thing I would say about WWE, for better or for worse, like when it came to someone like Daniel Bryan, for example, he said like in the past he always felt like they wouldn't put him in or wouldn't let him do the kind of matches he wanted to do. Now whether that was to cover themselves legally in case anything happened to him again, or just looking after the performer's well-being. We realise he's gone out to WWE, uh, to AEW to do fantastic mm-hmm. matches and stuff, and he knows himself. In the case of Jeff, putting him in this match and, and putting him in a situation where fans are going to expect him to do these kind of things, his body is obviously clearly already hurting. It's not going to help matters, is it? How do you get rid of pain when you're thinking you're going on weekly television? We've seen it a million times with a million different wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's like, like you say, that style needs to change at some point. I think like uh, Rey Mysterio just popped into my head. It's like a good example of it. Like you look at what he used to do, absolutely goddamn mental, like yeah. flipping all over, like, doing <laughs> crazy bumps all the time. But as he's gotten older and uh, wiser, most likely, yeah. mm-hmm. like you can see he's changed his in-wing style. It still looks spectacular. It still has the feel of a Rey but Mysterio, it's but it's very much adapted. It's a hell of a lot safer than it used to be. And he's found like a, an amazing niche for himself where he's mm. still doing this cool looking stuff and still doing Rey Mysterio matches at this age but he also doesn't need to kill himself while he's doing it. Yeah, exactly. We'll keep you up to date on any developments with this story, as with all of them, as and when we get them on our YouTube channel and at whatculture.com. We will talk about Sasha Banks in a second. (laughs) We've not forgotten. Uh, But before we get to that, uh, Nicholas, could we see a return of Paige to wrestling? That was another big story this week. Her contract is what's set to expire. What a week. It has been some mad stuff this week. Is it July a contract expires? July 11th or 7th? One of them. Something like that. Uh, Noises have been made. uh, Speculation whether she could go to, to, well, to AEW, to Impact Wrestling. Uh, Gail Kim was talking about the fact she'd love to have her there. And it's one of those, isn't it? I talked about this with, I think, Phil on the news when we did it together the other day. People here... You know, Paige's history with neck neck problems, obviously, and that was the awful stuff that, that took her out of the business yeah. uh, many years ago. And then they see Daniel Bryan and Edge and people like that, and they go, cool, well, I guess neck problems are, can be fixed now. And it's, it's not that simple, is it? It's not that simple, but I guess the one indicator for me would be the talent in terms of Paige. She's always seemed keen and very much like... And again, I, I realise we're saying this at a time where we've just been talking about trying to take the power out of people's hands mm-hmm. in terms of keeping them safe. But I'd say Brian is probably a good example for the reverse of this as well in the fact that 
sometimes the talent does know themselves and, and WWE's policies are of a certain way. They were probably never going to let Paige be cleared again for that for that particular reason. If she feels like there's something there, I mean, we've seen a lot of stranger things. I mean, this Royal Rumble, Edge, anybody? Like, hello, mm-hmm. like, huge, huge <laughs> moment. Oh, I might not have worked out, but whatever. <laughs> shut up, just shut up. Um, but yeah, like, the, I'd love to see it as long as, again, as long as they're healthy and safe. There's got, there's got to be a, a sort of, what's the, what am I looking for? Of care, the thing of care, duty, duty of care, care. Of care there yeah, just to make sure these people are all right. Yes, help them get where they want to go, but we also need to make sure everybody's not just going to be putting themselves in a really dangerous situation. It's yes. striking that balance, isn't it, Phil? Because, like you say, and I was completely agreeing with you there, in terms of Brian, like I get where WWE are coming from, like they don't want to bring him back and then something even worse happens, but also the the bar that, that they set for him medically to clear is also arguably increased because, like you say, they're liable if, if something terrible should happen. Mm-hmm. Whereas the performer, to a certain extent, whilst balancing what we said five minutes ago, <laughs> the performer also knows, I, I realise why you're protecting yourself, whatever company it may be, yeah. but I know that I didn't feel like this three years ago when this injury first happened or whenever it may have happened. Yeah, absolutely. And Daniel Bryan was shopping himself around to every doctor he could possibly yes. find I on mean, the planet. Second, <laughs> third, fourth and fifth opinions did he get on yeah. that one? And even then, even when he had all these other opinions from other doctors, the WWE doctor was still like, no, like it's my say <laughs> and my say goes. Yeah. Uh, and obviously they changed their mind on that eventually after... I assume. They needed an event yeah, for WrestleMania 34, basically. And it all worked out for the best, and now look at where he is now. But it's, yeah, it's dr- drawing that fine line of making sure people are actually safe doing this thing, because we all love it, but we also really don't want to see people get hurt. And the way people can get hurt with injuries like this is really goddamn bad. Well, you think about the thing that happened with Paige. It was, it was such an innocuous yeah. thing with Sasha. I'm yeah, right, it was just yeah. like yeah. a yeah. kick to the back in the corner, and then and that was it, out for... Or five years. But if, if she is medically clear, would you like to see Paige back wrestling? Oh, God, yeah, 100%. I think Paige still has loads to offer. I think she was cut way too soon. Yeah. Like, in her prime, like, in terms of age-wise, she's still so young. Yeah. Like, you forget how young she started, which is why she's still so young now. Like, it's absolutely crazy. And the experience that she had, even when she was joining WWE, when she was, like, 18? Yeah. She like, she young. already had, like, five 29. years experience. 29, is that it? Yeah. 29. Like, Sasha's older than her. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? And I just think it's... I think we should point out by no means is it like an easy thing to like figure out this either. No, like no, we're not no. suggesting that it should be super easy for a company to figure out whether someone's well. Or oh no, God no. Between the, it needs to be a collection to make sure. But if you can get as many sort of thumbs up in the right direction as mm-hmm. you possibly can, that's all you can do. You can't you can't live your life like worried about it, something that might happen in the in the instance if you've done yeah. every bit of possible checking you can do. Then yes, and I mean I think everybody would love to see Paige mm. come back. Yeah, I think you kind of forget. Maybe how big Paige was, man. Like because 100%. she was massive. Like she was one and of the, the time that she was there was like legitimately paving the way for yeah. what women's wrestling is she now. Was right on the precipice as well, wasn't yeah. she? Like, and that, I always think like she did I, the crossover between divas and she what is now was there for the transition. And I always think of the time when when I first kind of got back into it. It was that match she had with AJ Lee at, against the Bellas at yeah. Mania Thirty One, and it was just like to now seeing how like, important that match was in terms of what they were trying to do and like how they were trying to get the whole give give us a chance thing yeah. going. Even where the Bellas would go from that yeah, match. Like they exactly. just got better and better and better yeah. as soon as that happened. And that match, uh, I can't remember what takeover it was, but her versus Emma went, which was yes. like, holy cow, yeah. like women's wrestling is arriving. Like mm. this is this is something different. This is something great. Like she still has so much to offer. It's any roster out there. And it speaks volumes that WWE, you know, it's yes, it's their homegrown story, but they don't just make films about out, do they? Like, yeah. And the, the fact that that got such the reception that it did yeah, because it 100%. was so true to life. And she's always seemed very much like a like a Daniel Bryan character where like, it's like wrestling is their life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is the one thing they want to do forever and ever. <laughs> one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. <laughs> uh, quick Double check any developments on Twitter. Everybody scroll now. Let's just some wild speculations that I won't get into. Just every time <laughs> I, just, I look, glance at Phil's screen and see yeah. a picture of Vince and think, oh, <laughs> no, what have they no, announced no, now? No. Yeah. no, no, we're good. Nothing. Okay. Well, just, uh, uh, Michael Hamphlet breaking his story of WWE thinking that they can just clone another Sasha Banks and it'll all be fine. Well, that's very appropriate that you've allowed <laughs> me to segue beautifully into that, Beautiful. Phil. Beautiful, you guys. Because, yeah. I'm so proud of you. Not Vince, <laughs> arguably the, the, uh, the biggest story in terms of, like, public attention is not Vince, yeah. is not Jeff Hardy, is not Paige, is Sasha Banks. Yeah. And the huge question mark, and we should probably should have put a question mark on our news story yesterday, <laughs> about whether or not she's been released by... Gary. But, but being released by WWE, because yesterday it seemed like, you know... And no, yeah, this is right. The fact that Raj Giri said, "Look, if I'm not proved right on this, then I'm done." Yeah, tells you all you need to know about how confident he was, and he was, you know, to, as far as as far as they can, backed up by the likes of uh, Meltzer and Sean Ross. Out, they couldn't say, "Yep, yeah, she's definitely been released," yeah. but I'm not hearing any they like say either rebuttals. way. Exactly. Then, obviously, <laughs> Sasha on social media says, "You know." People are making stuff up about me, and we think, is that related to Raj Giri? Is that related to other, you know, speculation yeah. about what's going to happen with her next? I mean, we don't know if WWE have released Sasha Banks, but if they have, this is one of the biggest mistakes that they could possibly make. Absolutely, man. I think just the sheer fact that the Sasha news and the amount of views we've got from it and the amount of interest there, the amount of Twitter conversations and stuff just goes to show how over Sasha Banks is. Like, she is a goddamn star. And how they are letting her slip through their fingers, I will never know. I just, I can't even imagine it. Like, if you picture back to a couple of years ago at Mania, her versus Bianca Belair, incredible moment, incredible match. And that was the last singles match she's had on pay-per-view in WWE. I couldn't believe when you told me that. Premium live event. Premium someone, live event? Sorry. <laughs> someone yeah. tells me. Um, you know, I'm sorry I've been here for five minutes and I'm picking you up and you're slack. Like, but Sasha Banks, how do you let Sasha Banks it's Sasha go Sasha goddamn Banks. She's like, incredible. It, it, it's so frustrating to say this. The last one I can think of where it's, well, I'm sure there's others, but the one that's really sticking out to me is in terms of someone who was theirs from the ground up, like they had a minute in the group that represented a part of a... Gen- it, was the, it was the Dean Ambrose, yeah. John Moxie thing. And you look and thinking, how on earth... Like, you see what you got from John Moxie when he got over there and was allowed to do the things he wanted to do. You just know Sasha's got so many ideas. She wants to change. She doesn't want to just be a good wrestler. She wants yeah. to change women's wrestling in general. And you know for a fact she's going to be along... If she, if she does, you know, gets released, and let's just say she goes to AEW... Like, her dream to go back and be working with people like Serena Deeb in yeah. an instant. Like, who they wouldn't even have is any more than a trainer at WWE. You know what I mean? These, How do they get it so wrong? Sasha doing a random running stardom or something. Yeah, <laughs> but she probably would. She, yeah, because she, 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 she could. Yeah. Anywhere she can get her hands on some of the best women's like the last the time she got ticked off with WWE, she went to stardom to train with them. Yeah, and, then exactly. <laughs> and all those pictures with Mirko Satamura just meant nothing. <laughs> and I was so disappointed. <laughs> and, yeah, and... and She's a Hollywood star, potentially, as well. I don't understand it. I genuinely don't. And it's not even just Sasha and her star power and how great she is as a wrestler. Like, every program that she goes into with another wrestler, she rises, brings them up with her. Like, the matches that she's had. Like, the Bianca Belair thing's a great example. Like, she brought Bianca Belair up to her level, and Bianca Belair has stayed there ever since. It's... And it's not easy to do that. Either. It's That's not. the other thing. How many <laughs> people have tried? There used to was that run, wasn't there, where everyone used to say... Everybody has the best match with Charlotte. For yeah, you remember yeah. for a little while, which was true for quite yeah. some time. Um, and but the narrative's changed a little bit recently. I think since Sasha came back from that, like she took the time off after WrestleMania 35. Yeah, when since she's come back, 
there is not a program I don't think she's touched that hasn't like yes there's been stuff that's flopped because of creative but in yeah. terms of the actual matches and stuff she's done everything she can to elevate her fellow stars herself everything along the way and that title run the stuff with Bailey during the pandemic fantastic I mean just like those it. two like some of the absolute best performers yep. in the entire of the pandemic Th- yep. those two and Asuka, Asuka yeah, were like the absolute standouts I don't think anyone else stands out in my mind of the pandemic era more than them. Crazy. Yeah. Like, it's such a great advert for how good and how strong this women's division could actually yeah. be. And then fans come back and they're like, well, okay. The Thanks f- for that. Thanks, thanks for playing. <laughs> Bye. I just, it, it baffles me. And I, I fully support her and Naomi because it was inexplicable, the, the reports that they were going to have them potentially pin one of the other ones in that weird, what was it, a five-way or something they were going to have? Yeah, a great point in the office earlier, and I don't know if you've stolen this from a dadly. Probably. Or not. So we'll find probably. out. But you may, I, I'll, have, I'll let you try and put it back into words. Uh, you were saying it's, it's like if it was Austin and The Rock, you were saying you're by comparison type yeah. deal. Like you, the way that that tag match was supposed to be laid out, they put them in a tag team and then have them lose to the biggest stars. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense at all, does it? No, exactly, yeah. Sorry, it, you put that in the words better than I just did there. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just saying how, it, it was Phil and I actually talking about in the news where we're saying how, I get it, if you're not the world champion, you have to drop down the card somewhat. Yeah. You don't just get to be world champion, lose it, and then disappear until you come back for another, you know, title run or whatever it may be, unless you're Goldberg. But um, <laughs> uh, it's... It, it, it strikes me that, okay, you're not the world champion, but you clearly have passion for something that we can't be arsed with. Mm. Like, the tag titles, I'm biased, obviously, with the whole Iconics thing, but yeah. whatever your p- opinions of that, uh, they just didn't do anything with them. So they go, she goes, right, okay, give me these titles. You're, you're not bothered about them. Give me this. Like, if, say, it was the... Not, not going to do this, and I wouldn't suggest you would do this with Sasha. But someone said, give me that 24-7 championship. I've got some great ideas to do something with that. And they really put all their all in and they really make it. And the people buy into the fact that they care about this. And then it's once again exposed that WWE goes, ah, tag teams don't matter. Tag yeah. team, no one cares. You have to pay four people for a match if you do it, pay for tag teams. It's not just tag teams, it's girls with tag teams. So they, Ugh, they, give them a minute and get them out of there. It was a double whammy of pinning each other. What? That's yeah. incredibly dumb. All right, maybe you want to pin one of them. That's fair enough because you can make the argument to a certain extent. As with, you know, let's say if you did it with FTR, yeah. that yeah. individually they're not as good as when they are together. I mean, it's Sasha and Naomi, so that's yeah. kind of bollocks, but still. But yeah, you can't just say, oh, well, we need to elevate, yeah, as I said, Triple H and Taker, so we're just going to have them pin Stone Cold on the Rock at the next pay-per-view. Mm, yeah. It's Ronda Rousey versus yeah. Sasha. Just, you've got Peacock, rewind <laughs> it, go, oh, that was one of the best matches Ronda Rousey's ever had in WWE. Yeah. Don't... I'm not saying don't do it. Do it. Do it at SummerSlam. Do it, uh, I, I, you know, do it with a bit of king story going into it, not just, uh, we've got no one, our women's division is threadbare. Me and yeah. Avila sat here on that SmackDown after whatever it was, WrestleMania Backlash, I think it was, where Charlotte beat, uh, Charlotte lost to Ronda, and it was like, that's that. Yeah. And when I was like, huh, who's next for Ronda? And I scrolled through the, the, the uh, roster page as I was chatting to Hamlet, and I was like, no offence to her, but I was like, it's Zaya Lee or Boss. <laughs> Raquel Rodriguez has just shown up. Yeah. And like Natalia and Shayna and her. people like that were in a were in a, another feud. I was like, so Zaya Lee then? Yep. I mean, it's just inexplicable. It, I think Cleary was saying something like this, and it's it's something that's been echoed by a lot of people of like never and Sidwick was, was was banging on about it as well. Like never have WWE had so much money and so much, you know, in, influence over the business and the wrestlers and what have you. And yet they have this threadbare roster. I mean, I don't want to get back into budget cuts, but if you have to have Ronda beat someone, have a beat anyone that's not called <laughs> Sasha Banks. Mad. It's the fact they were doing that storyline or that pit- pitch that storyline with Sasha and Naomi as the champs as well. Like you, well, you'd be hard pressed to find two WWE superstars that have a stronger fan base. Like, yeah. uh, like if you take the women's division, maybe Becky, maybe Bianca, but like Sasha and Naomi have some of the strongest fan bases you can possibly imagine in that company. Look at the avatars on Twitter. And you still can't make that work. I don't, I don't, I just don't get they it. could. Well, yeah, they definitely could. They could. Just don't want to. Yeah. For whatever reason. For anyone who's hoping, oh, well, now Vince is, you know, d- stepping down as CEO and uh, nope. chairman. <laughs> no, he's still doing his creative. He's going to be on goddamn SmackDown. That's Mr. McMahon. This is Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yes, the, the distinction. <laughs> Mr. McMahon can get away with murder, can't he? But, uh, yeah. 
So do you think... He's never had any allegations against him. The character, <laughs> I should point out. And that was not an allegedly. That no. was the character <laughs> of Mr. Meekman. Yes. Will this make WWE realise and maybe have at the very last second pull it back from the precipice? And, and I mean, it's we say, well, I keep saying release. It's not like Sasha's like, oh, no, I really want to stay. <laughs> but, like, is there any... I, uh, how many times do I say this and ask this to you? Is there <laughs> anything that WWE is going to finally open their eyes and be like, oh, we're going to really mess up if we do this? Because we've said it's a bigger it's a bigger loss for WWE than it is a get for AEW, in my opinion. And that's nothing yeah. against Sasha. It's just, what are you doing letting her go? I don't know. I can't picture WWE as a company learning from any mistakes <laughs> they make ever. Ever. I just can't. Literally never. Like, if they if they were going to, they would have done it years ago, wouldn't they? <laughs> they wouldn't have done it now. In a... Wild scenario. Go on, indulge me. Without us getting oh, liable again. Okay. Vince McMahon, for whatever reason in this scenario, just is not coming back. Like, for, I'll, you'll, I'll let you, the listener, decide why yes. that is. For whatever reason. We get someone new running the show. Is it better or worse? And do we think it would have always been him at the heart of the creative problems? Or do you think, as a company, that would still be issues? Because I... I'm not sold on the fact that anybody who's... Yes, they probably feel a relief that maybe they get to do be more creative. Yeah. But they are also be, they've been under his reign for so long that do you just end up doing the same stuff that you're used to doing? I don't know. I think that's the problem. Like, coming out of that relationship of whatever Vince McMahon's relationship was with everyone behind the scenes is going to be so goddamn weird because mm. the power void in that company would be so strong. And I genuinely don't think anyone there would have a clue what to do with themselves without that guy saying yes or no to everything. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think that, as admit, admit, admittedly, as some people say, oh, we had all these great ideas, but you have to put it through the funnel of Vince, and that's yeah. where it goes wrong. I think he, even if Vince was, you know, you took him out of the, the pyramid or whatever, you know, the structure of it all, I think they just revert to type, and I think they would be like, let's not take any risks. because It's hard to, like, unlearn Making those behaviours. Yeah, ever made in, in their existence. Yeah. Like, they, you might say, oh, the product's crap, and it's, it has got better recently, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think... I certainly don't think this is a quick fix overnight just no. by getting rid of it. It's not like back in the day when, like, they just hired Paul Heyman into creative and they have another very strong-willed, very creative-driven person that could possibly take that spot. Like, Trips it's a very different a cardiac world now. event. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and they've already taken NXT away from him and everything, so it's like that's not the way the company wants to go, is Triple H's vision. Nick Khan sat there. Nick Khan is that Hang right on. there. Well, let me just... You've segued, oh, God, what's you've happened? Segued, oh, nothing's God. happened. Nothing's <laughs> happened. Don't <laughs> panic, <laughs> don't panic. But I did just see this amazing graphic on Twitter, which has the picture of Stephanie McMahon, who is currently, I guess now, the interim WWE yeah. chairman? Chairwoman? Chairwoman, chairwoman yeah. Chairperson? Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. it's 2022, guys. Come yeah. on. <laughs> and then it says a list of the contenders in order. Like a power ranking. Yeah, it, it literally <laughs> says the WWE power rankings as of right now. Oh. And I should also point out as of Twitter. Not of event. course, yeah. From uh, <laughs> at Sugar Spice Delight. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> who says that the number one is Nick Khan. Of course. Of course, the top of the Number one contender. Number two. Jeff Jarrett. Oh, I can hear, I can hear. Yeah, Michael you can. Like going going I, can hear, I can hear his ears pricking up downstairs going, wait, someone just mentioned him. Uh, number three, in a bizarre tip, Triple, triple H, yeah. number three there. Back in the game, yeah. baby. Number four, still in the ranking himself, Vince McMahon. Still. <laughs> at number four. And number five, Cody Rhodes. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> Nine months on the shelf as a kid. I got something to do, keep you busy. Hey, Vince is, Vince is on SmackDown tonight, but he's stardust. That's his new role. He's Vince <laughs> Cody did his chair going, well, I've got an idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed on Twitter at WhatCultureWE. And as we just keep saying, uh, we will at least attempt to keep you up to date on all the developments uh, everywhere. We try. Podcasts, we try. Uh, <laughs> YouTube, and of course at whatculture.com. But enough of all this, it's now time for a good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Wes, regular contributor Wes. I'll just hold my hands up straight away. Today's been so mad, I haven't had time to write a quiz. So I've had to <laughs> so use you Wes's. Think you've not written a quiz all about all the different Vince McMahon allegations. I, I think the lawyers at What Called You said, <laughs> just, you just use Wes's quiz because it's really good. Yeah. Uh, Wes, we've, we've checked it over. <laughs> yeah, Wes, Wes writes, Hello, it's your favourite American from Colchester with the best country accent Adam Wilborn can muster. 
Wes. Uh, you will never cease to amaze and entertain me. Hang on, does that not mean he wants a country accent from you? It did but seem like wait, it, yeah. Wait, where's, I, I don't want to do Colchester <laughs> like that. That's not Colchester, is I it? I thought he meant like American country. <laughs> I thought he meant American <laughs> country. Oh, okay. American <laughs> country. Y'all yeah. never cease to amaze and entertain me. And always the best I could do is repay my gratitude and try to make my favorite cousin Will Board's job a little easier with a hopefully well-timed email. Now... Again, full disclosure, he sent this in July last year, but it's money in the bank coming up, <laughs> so he, uh, it's, it's applicable. Incredible. Uh, I give what culture 10 stars, on it, and you can cash them in now with these 10 questions in a bloody good quiz all about money in the bank wins and cash-ins. All the best wins. Can't believe you've mined a quiz from a year ago. <laughs> I just had a little bit of a An panic. email that you haven't even looked at until now. That's <laughs> Sensational. But I thought... Well, Wes might up. not even listen yeah. anymore. That's, that's <laughs> literally it. <isn't> <laughs> Thanks anyway, Wes. He got annoyed last July by not <laughs> using your quiz and he's never Son listened since. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Anyway, 10 questions, multiple choice, shout your name, <laughs> wait for me to come to you. And remember, if this is your first quiz for a while, it's just for, it's fun. Just for fun. It's always <laughs> just for fun when it's me and Phil. Okay. Always just for fun. Question number one. Brock Lesnar won the Money in the Bank briefcase and cashed in against Seth Rollins at what pay-per-view? Nicholas. Now, <laughs> it was either... Again, just to reiterate, uh, you don't have to necessarily have the correct answer. You have to have the one that uh, Wes has written, written uh, three stars right. next to. Okay. <laughs> so uh, there's two in mind, but it, come, it came off the back because we had really sad Seth after, I'm sure... Him and Becky Lynch had had the tag match against yes. Corbin and Lacey ah. Evans. And there's two pay-per-views in mind. One of them I watched with you, and I don't think it was that one. I think it was Extreme Rules. I think it was. Yay! It was Extreme yeah. Rules. Yeah, well, there was stuff we around had stomping. stomping grounds we had, which we were waiting for the special <laughs> guest referee, if you recall. And it was Lacey Evans who came down. <laughs> How did you win that with Lacey? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I literally never don't know. Okay, yep, that's it. So. Uh, stomping grounds, of course, with the infamous Ooh. image on the poster. Uh, Roman Reigns doing the fist. <laughs> Your champion does the stomp. <laughs> I wonder no one's bought a f- ticket. Oh, <laughs> God. God. Uh, number two. Question number two. Yeah. Bailey, remember her? She cashed in Money in the Bank the same night she won it against Charlotte Flair. But what finisher did she use to defeat her? Ooh, that's good. Was it the Rosebud? The frog splash, the elbow drop, or the bailey to belly? I Phil, can't, I why can't remember not? This I can't remember either, Me but either. I'll go with the. Mm, I don't well, think that was one bailey of your to belly. Actually. No, dear, no, that's wrong. Oh, it wasn't. No. Oh, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I think it was the. St- for some reason, I don't even know what the rosebud is, but I think it was the rosebud because I think that was a weird point about doing some different finish out of something. Yeah. No, dear, was that's wrong. Drop? It was the elbow no, drop. Yeah, it was between elbow drop and belly what, to belly, but I thought it would just be a quick thing. <laughs> what the hell's a rosebud? It's uh, Adam, is it not Adam? What's he called? Yeah, the she's Adam Rose's. Adam Rose's thing. Oh, but she did have something to do. Oh, she used to be called something to do with a rose, didn't she? Yeah. What, was, what was her name? Why can't I remember this? It's definitely something rose was her yeah. name on the indies. I was trying to look. I googled rosebud finisher, and loads of flowers have come up. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had that new weird one where she like Citizen brought people forward onto their heads, didn't they? That's the one I was. Which that's I the one I was thinking of. Couldn't yeah. remember it being called I don't the rosebud. Know what it was called? But it won very but I good. I also can't remember. One very good though. So. Uh, yeah. Question number Sasha three. was the only person that took that, and it was like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Question three. She's been released. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins' cash-in at WrestleMania 31 was called what by Mike... Hello. Oh, by Michael Cole. The heist of the century is what I'm going to go for. Great options here. Stop giving him Seth Rollins questions. uh, Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) Hey, listen, right? I've got a couple of years in the bank with him. I know we cut off and he's cold. Was it like that you were hot and cold with him? We cut off with him at a certain point. It was actually around about the stomping grounds time, if I'm recalling. Yeah. Actually, it was that Will Ospreay tweet time, but never mind. Are you back on the freaking train? I'm not back on the. No, 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 no. But. You at the station? I do still have the knowledge from prior. Okay. There you go. He's had a hell of a year so far. I would tell <laughs> oh, I'll thank you. That. It's been great for me so far. <laughs> uh, the options were uh, the ultimate opportunity, the heist of the century, the Sunshine State screw job. Great wow. this, Wes. Okay. And the architect's artist, 
the architect's artistry of infamy. Right. Wow. You could work for WWE West <laughs> without question. I don't think Michael Cole could have put that off. work for WWE, actually. <laughs> put his teeth back in. Question four, two nil to Nicholas. Due to fan outrage, which superstar had to win the Money in the Bank briefcase twice? Was Nicholas. it? Bill. Did I get that? Huh? Was that me? I think you did, yeah. but that's the quiz. I yeah. think <laughs> not to me. I think it was Carmella because of that. Yeah, what's his that's tash? what I was going to yeah. say. What what's his tash? I can't. I literally can't even remember his name. What I'm going to make you look like Kettlesworth. <laughs> James yeah, Ellsworth. That's him. Yay! It was the company's Carmella. first ever uh, women's money in the bank ladder match, and they had Wouldn't a man, man grab the kiss. <laughs> what were they? F- I mean, except and you wonder why Jeez. they don't fuck women's wrestling very I need well. That on a button. <sighs> Just what the f- are they thinking? <laughs> uh, yeah, I love those options here: uh, John Cena, Carmella, CM Punk, or Mr. Kennedy. Makes me sad that I remember Mr. Kennedy was Mr. Money in the Bank for a while, wasn't he? And then they went, "You're gonna have to give the case up because you're really badly injured." Actually, we've checked the things. Um, you're not injured. Uh, what do you mean? I've given the bri- briefcase up. I'll just go and get it back from Edge has already cashed in. Oh, oh okay. Yep, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> oh, now, good. Give me flashbacks to pandemic era wrestling here, Wes. Yay. Always oh, a favorite. Good. My favorite money in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you boys did have a nice time. We had fun <laughs> on that one. That show was like two hours, 20 minutes. Oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> Baron Corbin, question five. Baron Corbin was kicked in the face by which person as he dropped the Money in the Bank briefcase to Otis at Money on the Roof? Ooh. <laughs> Money on the Roof. AJ Styles, uh, Daniel Bryan, Asuka, or Carmella? I can't actually remember. remember. I don't want what to go back and watch, uh, watch this because it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. And also... Didn't Baron Corbin kill two people? He did. He yeah, threw he Alistair Black and Rey Mysterio, and Rey Mysterio off, off the a roof. roof. Yeah. They're fine. They fell on the roof below. <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas. What was it? Oh, okay. I'm going to say AJ Styles because I feel like that would be a weird thing that happened mm. between them two after the pay-per-view, maybe. I don't yeah. remember, but according to Wes... No, dear. That's wrong. What are the other options? Daniel Bryan, Asuka, or Carmella? Ooh. Was it a woman? Now what? Now was remember. it? Because they were, all, they were going all going at the same yeah. time, but I thought the women's finished ah, first. Didn't no, it? Yes, I'm confused about that. I think that's a, it's done well. Well, Dana Book was the first to get it because she got it in that weird room downstairs. Oh, she got the wrong one. one. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, but I thought the women's match ended first. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm gonna go with all the blame on Asuka. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I was with you. I I have oh. no memory of it, but if you know you've got what Wes wrote <laughs> down. Do you know yeah. the only thing I remember properly from that is. Not Doink the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I remember from that. I have like flashes from that. So Pritchard. Pritchard. Pritchard, yeah. Not I, Doink the Clown. The Vince McMahon office bit where they Paul made him in wave, a cafe? did his hands, washed his hands. Brian. Brian, Brian was in and the AJ. office. Yeah, and AJ, that's yeah. right. Was Paul Heyman in a calf at one point? Oh, yeah, because food went everywhere. Someone like fell over. Yeah. The and Carmelo and Dana Book bit where she smashed oh. her own poster over her head. And my favourite was was Stephanie clearly not in the same room. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> that, was, that was, great. was terrible. Dana, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> that was so bad. Like I've never seen the film, but it's like the Morbius post-credits scene <laughs> that I have seen. It clearly wasn't filmed anywhere near each other. Oh, that's so bad. Uh, half just in the living room or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, also, I have an obnoxiously big living room. <laughs> uh, I think that's 3-1, halfway yeah. through the quiz. Oh. Uh, question six. Okay. This superstar had to cash in his Money in the Bank contract on three separate occasions before actually gaining the World Heavyweight Championship. Is it Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Edge, or Chris Jericho? So as in he had a tried to cash field in. twice, oh. or did he attempt and it didn't manage? It must have been an attempt, otherwise it's attempted yeah. that doesn't work, does it? What were the options again? Yeah. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Edge, or Chris Jericho? Phil, uh, Chris Jericho. Oh. No, dear, oh. that's wrong. I'm rooting for Phil. Yeah. Who else? Bryan, Punk, or Edge? Who would have? I don't know. This is all a little bit before Brian. Yay! Yeah. I think so it was that one. Guess. Was it that one where he like cashed in and someone was unconscious and Teddy went, mm, "You can't have that." Uh, I'm gonna go back and watch some money. The yeah. next stuff on the little bit. Yeah, I hate a bit picky with the rules. 
that for mm, me. Oh, you, they, know, yeah. you got the you got the contract. Take them. It's it's well, as always. WWE making up the rules as they go along. Do you have to wait till the referees? Called it that they're standing, or yeah. can they? Totally fine though when Brian's being pedigreed by Triple H. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can cash in anything, right? Doesn't have to be a week for that. <laughs> <laughs> Some of your favourite cashins, other than the Seth Rollins one. Oh, Dolph Ziggler for me, just because I was there. Oh, course, yeah. See, Ziggler was before I got back into it, but yeah, I it was good. One of the best. Um, there's another one that I enjoyed. I'm trying to think of a recent one. If I was. Who's even been on it recently? E. <laughs> oh, I tell you who. E. I tell you what. Uh, the Ambrose cashing, where it was Reigns versus Rollins. So they Rollins all held beat it. Reigns, yeah. Then yeah. Ambrose cashed in on Rollins. That was pretty good. Good. I'm really biased, but the Miz. Yeah, <laughs> Miz I love good. the Miz. Yeah. Michael Hamlet would probably say the exact same thing because was he not in the building for that? Oh one? yeah, mm. I believe is that right? Yeah, I'm, I'm Have you sure. ever been there for a cashing? I don't think I've ever been there. Uh, I don't think I've been there for I don't a cash-in. I've been there for a cash-in, no. Ziggler one night after Mania. Yeah. yeah. Good. I've mulled it a long time this year, that's what I say. Ziggler. Session uh, <laughs> <laughs> seven. Uh, Jack Swagger, he of WCPW fame, of course, of course. Uh, was the sixth... Making all the stars over Was here. the sixth Money in the Bank winner uh, and failed his first cash-in attempt against John Cena, but later cashed in again and succeeded in defeating whom? Chris Jericho, Edge, Rey Mysterio, or Alberto Del Rio? Bill. No idea who's first there. I tell you what, in the interest of sport, Phil, you go. Okay, well, I was going to say Alberto Del Rio, just because for some reason that was in my head when you first said it. So I'll go with that. Probably not. No, dear, that's wrong. <laughs> and I was going to say, again, I don't know the answer to this, but I think because him and Chris Jericho are pals, aren't they? I think Jericho will be like, I'll put him over. Mm. So I reckon Jericho. Yay! Tape yeah. ribs. He had the tape ribs. I remember yeah, that ribs. one. Again, just and he just about got Jericho up for that. Oh, get down, you prick. Not, he said, wasn't it great? Like, was it, wasn't it him who had the really weird unhooking of the briefcase? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Swagger, like, that should have been a sign. Really if you watch on the network, it's like super quick now. But if you watch <laughs> yeah. the full thing, it's like, this is actually embarrassing. Fans are like, oh, oh yeah. no, he must not be getting it. Cause yeah. He's, yeah. He's yeah. No, he is. He just... Yeah. I mean, I... I Can't I, work the lights. Like I said... I can't you've take gone. my football boots off after I play football, <laughs> so I'm in no position yeah, to comment. You're like, you've gone past the point where you can't undo it now, so yeah. what's happened? That must feel so bad when yeah. you're up there, the top of the ladder, everyone's there pretending on the floor, and you're just there like, oh my God, I can't get it up, yeah. I can't get it up. Yeah. Like that, whatever, like 20 seconds or whatever they might have been, must have felt oh, like man. so long. Like an eternity. <laughs> Is that 5-1? Yeah, I think so. I'm being smashed. It's just for fun. Just for fun, <laughs> though. I've uh, got a fun tiebreaker as well. So hey. Uh, who's not the f- that we'll need it. Who was the first no, person? Getting, can we get him? Can we get him to retire? Is that possible? No, it's not possible. Uh, it's not possible. Right, with double double points. <laughs> Come on, double points. I want that tiebreaker. Uh, Coming here for nothing. <laughs> who was the first person to give prior notice to his opponent of his cash in? Was it Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, John Cena, or Rob Van Dam? Ooh, see, I don't know. I know uh, that one of these did it, and I know the one. I'm Phil, thinking. why not John Cena? Come on, Phil. No, dear, oh, that's wrong. Raw 1000? Yeah. Yeah. That that did happen, but he's not. There's something else happened prior to that. I think I know who it must The one be. I'm thinking of, the only one I really think of. Is it not? Braun's the only one I can think of, but I might be one prior. Is he on the list? Sally Braun was after. Braun's options. Cena, wasn't he? No, dear, that's wrong. The other one. Rob Van Damme mm. called it for one night stand. Yeah. Uh, question nine. All prior. All prior. <laughs> uh, CM Punk's first Money in the Bank cash-in, of course he's done it a couple of times, uh, was against Edge after he was what? Ooh. Is it A, pound? Sad. <laughs> <laughs> Not very happy. <laughs> uh, powerbombed by Batista, KO punched by The Big Show, AA'd by John Cena, or twist of fated and swantoned by wow. Jeff Hardy. Nicholas. My memory is yeah. awful for this stuff. <laughs> awful. Awful. But uh, what was my brain for some reason is saying Batista bomb, and I don't know why. Yeah. Probably because that's what it was. <laughs> I think. If well I, done, brain. If I, yeah. For some reason, I have a weird recollection of a lot of these. Wasn't this the one where uh, he'd faced Batista the night before, and if Batista lost, which he did because of bloody shenanigans, he could never fight for the belt again, or he oh, was right. forced to move to another brand? And Edge, like the idiot that he is, came out and was like, "No, no, 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 no!" Batista was like, "I can still kill you." <laughs> and then CM Punk walked. I remember him walking past Batista yeah, on the ramp, yeah. and then they went, 
Well, look how big Batista is compared to that guy. <laughs> is that the one he never actually lost? He just sort of went, oh, yeah, uh, Randy Orton's kicked him in the head and now he's lost the belt. Yeah, so that was the first one, and yes. But the only reason I know any of this, not because I was watching at the time, but because uh, of some excellent list from what culture no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> because it was the Edge documentary. I'm sure he's talking about stuff. Ah. And he talks about how, how much talk is on that Batista bomb, obviously. <laughs> and like, not that he's blaming him for his neck. Yeah, yeah. He's saying like, over time, a lot of these things add up. And uh, so watch that Triple H one with the, the turn yeah. and the signing of the contract. And he done half putting yeah, through that. He, that table didn't, he didn't need to give you that table, that's for sure. <laughs> Never going to bounce back up on that. <laughs> uh, right, final question. Uh, lots to, to Nicholas. Um, <laughs> no, four points on the lane for this. Is it four? Is it I have no four? idea. We'll do the tiebreaker anyway. Uh, which of these celebratory gestures, good question this, which of these celebratory gestures did Daniel Bryan not perform before Randy Orton cashed in money in the bank against him? Is it raise his hands with John Cena? Raise his hands with Triple H, raise his hands to pyrotechnics, or raise his hands to confetti. Ooh, they're good. I'm going to let you have a fill. Go on. Oh, do you yours? have to? <laughs> I don't, don't want to go in and get it right, though. It feels like obnoxious at this yeah. point. Four points. I know. I'll yeah. get it again. Uh, uh, raise his hands with John Cena. We'll do it together. Let's try and figure it out together. I think he did raise his hands with John Cena. Raise his hands with Triple H. I think he definitely raised his hands with Triple H. I've got an, an thing, image of the Triple right? H, yeah. Raise his hands with or pyrotechnics raised his hands. I think confetti think was when he won the belts, was it not? Like, well, he had both when he won the belts. Yeah, but what? Oh, it's true, yeah. I'm thinking that Mania either had the confetti, didn't he? That was big. When he yeah, I thought won the for a while, Mania. like, pyro wasn't a thing that WWE did, was it? And that was surely in those days, so well, I would have said I don't think I remember confetti being all over the floor when he got... Pedigreed and then would be funny doing it in it confetti would though. Be pretty funny. I'm gonna on. go with Pyro. I can only have you have so confetti. Far. How about that? Okay. No, dear, that's wrong. I mean, who's wrong? No, dear, that's <laughs> wrong. You're both <laughs> wrong. So it, was it was raised his hands with John Cena. Ah, right, there you go. And my brain said that happened yeah. as well. Yeah. What's it called? The Mandela effect, that isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That feels like something Cena would do though, don't yeah. it? Like, yeah. Let's yeah. Yeah. I think maybe it's like. Did a, he mean a yes? Uh, yeah. Oh, like a yes thing, not just a hold his hands. Very, very specific. That is very specific. Anyway, let's do the tiebreaker <laughs> just for fun. Uh, the first Money in the Bank pay-per-view took place in 2010, of course. But what year course, did the first course. Money in the Bank <laughs> ladder match occur? Ooh. Ah. That's the Mania, mania one, right? ones. What Mania was it? One Punk one? I don't know. Or was it? No, Edge. Edge one. Oh, they, oh yeah, Edge one, of course. Yeah. No. And they, it was yeah. just a briefcase. Yeah. When they didn't even have any branding uh, on it. They just went, Jeff, go out and buy a briefcase. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say go on, Phil. 2000. You're correct so far. And between one of two years, six. What are you saying? When was the first? Was 2010 was the first pay-per-view for the first one. Ooh, I think you may be pretty close. I'll say, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll say eight, so we'll leave seven in the middle. So it's not eight. like I've just picked the one just next door. <laughs> I can tell you the first Money in the Bank match took place in. Oh, a ladder match, though, yeah. <laughs> specific yeah. there. It's very specific. Mm. Took place in 2005. I was between five and six. Two. I didn't you think know? it was that early. I was still close. Yeah, there you so go. So that was worth like 20 points. Yeah, no winners this so time. Phil no, uh, wins the whole thing. <laughs> He's cashed in at the death. Any more oh. developments, Phil, on Twitter? Just quickly oh, as we wrap things up. Do you, do you wrap up? Okay, uh, whilst you are waiting to see if there's any more mad developments this week, uh, you can let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed, as I said, at WhatCultureWWE oh on Twitter. Been fired. I can't believe it. <laughs> you can follow <laughs> all of us on there. You can follow Adam Nicholas on Twitter at... at it's Adam Nicholas, and you can follow Phil Chambers on Twitter at... Phil My Chambers, and you can follow Adam at... Adam Wilborn, any development? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not for like the time being. admits she doesn't like getting comfortable with one character. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just glad of some relatively mundane news now, to be honest. Uh, let us know your thoughts, as I said, on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling for Daily Wrestling Podcast. This has been Wrestle Culture. My thanks to Nicholas to Phil. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. Wrestle Culture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 